lot of people, when I talk to them about why do they really want money, often don't have a really clear why. In fact, a lot of people just don't want to be broke. We have seen a huge rise of financial education, of things on Instagram, TikTok, podcasts, and it's really exciting because right now there is an opportunity for recalibration of wealth and a redistribution. It's so exciting. I love empowering women with wealth because we actually have an access right now to redistribute that and do that differently to communities that haven't previously had an access. We've got this education now that's happening. In this episode specifically, I wanted to contribute a different conversation more around the relationship to money and the energetics of money and really starting to explore how we relate to it, how we think about it, how empowered we feel, how connected we feel because there is a lot of the intellectualness of money, the budgeting, which I'm all for, don't get me wrong, quantifying yields, looking at your fees, all of that, it's all great. And none of it really matters if we don't look at the context and the background of how we feel about it. So this episode has four key points around where to begin the fundamental pillars when you're really starting to heal that relationship with money. Radical responsibility, tapping into an abundance mindset, exploring your mindset with money and your belief system, and creating a why and creating a vision that you feel connected to. Enjoy this episode and we'll see you on the other side. One of the number one reasons I love training and teaching people in money mindset and wealth creation is because often the very thing that I saw, and it was my experience as well, is that this conversation of not having the resources and not having the money was often the thing that was stopping people from truly fulfilling their purpose, their calling, their mission, their dream. And it was exactly the same for me. When I decided that I wanted to go into coaching, I had not dealt with this area of my life. I had not taken radical responsibility for money and I hardly had anything. I didn't really have any savings. I had constantly lived in credit card debt, spending and buying designer clothes and trying to keep up with the Joneses that I didn't really have anything. I didn't have any investments and I didn't actually even make that much. I think I was on about 64,000 in my job as a lawyer. And with what I had been given, I hadn't respected it. I hadn't honored it. And so when the time came that my soul's voice was like, all right, this is it. We're heading towards coaching. I had nothing. And that for me is where my journey of owning this area of money and really starting to take radical responsibility for it and not get obsessed with it because I think also in the financial education industry and what we've got going on is people are getting completely obsessed and getting into the intellectual frequency of money. There's so much more at play. Money is an energy. I'll talk about that soon. It wasn't about that. For me, that initial step was about just taking responsibility for this area of my life. I had to almost go back two steps to do that when I discovered that coaching was what I wanted to do. So now in the work that I do and how I support people, 
I really get them to start to look at this area earlier because no matter what you decide to do in your life, most likely money is going to have a part to play somewhere because it's a resource. It's not about making heaps of money. It's not about accumulating wealth as such. It's actually about the fact that if you want to start a charity, if you have a side hustle dream or you want to take your creative pursuits full time or you want to take your children on an alternative education around the world, money is going to be part of those dreams and going to be a resource and so I never want to see people get to that point where you know what you want to create and alignment and then have to go back two steps like I did so now it's integrated in all of our programs it's something I'm passionate just about training people in and getting them empowered around and really shifting their relationship with it so they can get a powerful relationship with it start to have it to work for you and then have the resources to create the dreams and the mission and the purpose and what you're here for that for me is why I'm so passionate about this area of life because money is actually a resource so we're going to go through four critical things when you start to heal this relationship with money and this is not investing advice, this is not financial advice, and in fact, I think there is so much of that in the market right now, you can go YouTube, I mean, I've just been learning a whole bunch of things from some amazing women in cryptocurrency, there is so much financial education, and what I wanted to focus on more is the mindset and the philosophy and our relationship with money, because it doesn't matter how much money you make, and as someone who's built a multiple six-figure investment portfolio, half a million in assets, over a million dollar company I can tell you right now it doesn't matter how much you have the financial anxiety the financial fears etc are going to be there until you do this deeper work on your relationship with money and the first point is that it actually begins with radical responsibility for this area of your life I spent so many years talking about how my family never taught me and we never learned or talked about money and we never learned anything at school. And that was always, always my default. It was deflecting responsibility and it was blaming and it was justifying the system that I was brought up in, trying to avoid looking at this area of my life. And when we kick off this journey, I want to start with that as a base because anytime you deflect and blame and justify why you are where you are, right, it puts you in the victim consciousness around this area of your life and it makes money or business or the system the villain. And in that moment, we've got a dynamic that is impossible to get out of if you stay in that narrative and story. And this isn't to say that there's inequalities in the system, that the system doesn't work. Oh my gosh, we are going to see some massive shifts in the entire system in the next five years. This is to say right now, that's what we're working with. And as long as you stay in that narrative, you're disempowered because responsibility and power are directly correlated. So if you don't take 100% responsibility for this area, then you are not 100% empowered. So if you only take 50% responsibility, my job don't give me pay rises, so I'm only gonna take 50% of responsibility for my financial freedom and future, then you have 50% power. If you say, this is my area of my life, this is what I'm committed to, I'm gonna heal my money wounds, I'm gonna sort my narrative out, I'm gonna untap, <laughs> excuse the pun, my earning capacity, 
I'm going to take responsibility for this area, then boom, we have power to begin with. So something you can do to kick this off, and we have this in our Money Mindset program, the link is in the show notes. If you haven't done that program, it is the most pragmatic, phenomenal way to start to heal your relationship with money and get connected to the energy of money and go so much deeper than a freaking index fund, EFT, cryptocurrency return education part. That's not what the Money Mindset program is. It's purely about your relationship because I believe that that's where we have to start. Money is a frequency. She's an energy. I believe it's a she. (laughs) She's a powerful force. She wants to be co-created and worked with. And so many of us are just going straight to the net gains, returns, yields, that more intellectual masculine frequency of it. And we're missing such a deeper energy with money. So the first part is taking radical responsibility in the money mindset program. One exercise that you can do right now, you can pause this, is actually write a letter to money. Write a letter to her and apologize for how you've been with her. Take responsibility for the types of things you've said, for the lack of respect. For me, I had judged money for so long. I had complained about money. I had not honored her. I complained about how little I got in my salary. And because of that, I did nothing with that money. I didn't put it to work for me. I didn't respect it. I didn't even look after it and hold on to it in any particular means. I didn't have a bigger vision for it. And so write this letter to money and thank her for all that she's done and that she's kept showing up because most likely if you're listening to this, she's still around some way, shape or form, maybe not as much as you want, but she's still here. Take responsibility for how you've been, the things that you've said, and then we can start from a cleared platform of, all right, now we get to create. The next key of really healing that relationship with money once you've taken that responsibility is also to notice how much you already have. Because like we said, everyone looks at how little they have and everyone sits in a scarcity mindset. Not enough, not there yet. Don't feel secure and safe in what I have. Need more, need more. And subconsciously what you're disrespecting and you're not even honoring what you have. And you cannot have what you want, but you can receive what you have is a philosophy of we all get obsessed with chasing the carrot of where we want to go. And we'll talk about that soon. Of course, you're allowed to have dreams and visions. But if you do it from a platform of I'm not enough yet and there's not enough yet, then no matter where we go, you're going to constantly experience scarcity because it's all relative and the financial threshold just shifts. And like I said, I have had insane quantum money leaps over the last four years. And I can tell you right now, whether it was 10,000 coming into my bank account or 100,000 revenue months, it felt the same because there was deeper work to be done around the abundance and feeling the access to what you have. And so a huge place to begin is also to realize how much you already have and tap into the frequency of abundance that surrounds you. The fact that you can listen to this podcast right now and receive wisdom and downloads that I've received from mentors that you can now receive for free through this podcast. Oh my gosh, we live in an abundant state in nature. The fact that you can pay your bills. Anytime I pay a bill, I say, I am so grateful that I have the resources to pay this bill. 
So many people look at their rent or their power or whatever it is going on. It's like, ugh, so annoying. Oh my gosh, how phenomenal that I have the resources to pay for this. Really, any time I experience a bout of scarcity, of fear, of constriction in my body that there's not enough, I breathe, lean in and contribute something that I don't feel like I have. I'll buy someone's groceries in the line. I'll donate to a charity or a cause, especially on the months that I feel, oh my gosh, I don't think I can do that this month. Let's go. That's the month to do it because I've shifted into a frequency of scarcity and I get to get back connected to my nature of abundance that there's so many freaking resources and money is just one of those resources there's time there's knowledge there's relationships there's connections there's nature there's so many elements of abundance but we get disconnected to it and we get constant marketing and bombarded that we're not enough that we need the Audi or the Lululemon or whatever I love both of those things to feel enough and so by nature of our entire consumeristic paradigms and marketing we actually get disconnected from our natural state of abundance so one of the first things before we get into a creative energy when I'm working with clients and business owners is like actually spending a week getting truly connected to your abundant nature and how much you already have Every time I pay a tax bill, I pay hundreds of thousands of dollars of tax. I don't pay 1,000, 2,000 like I did four years ago. I pay hundreds of thousands of dollars every year of tax. If you're a business owner, you'll understand how that can feel. It's a huge amount of money. Make a million in revenue and 300,000 approximately, depending on your profitability margin, goes to freaking tax. You'll see that if you get your pay and then suddenly there's the tax. So many people get upset about that. What about the abundance? What about the fact that that means you're making profit, that you're making money, that you're contributing to society? So when I pay tax and when I pay bills, I am grateful that I have the capacity to do that and reminding myself how abundant I already am with what I have available is huge. This is really, really important to be able to tap into that frequency of abundance and we have an abundance flood meditation on the Spotify that you can go and listen to each day, each morning. And if you're someone who feels like you're in constant scarcity and you're trying to sort out your money shit from a context of scarcity, you're just going to create more scarcity because we have a root cause issue. There's something deeper in your mindset and your body that doesn't actually feel safe and hasn't tapped into that receptivity of abundance and until you do that it doesn't matter how much money is in the bank account it doesn't matter because it's an embodied blueprint and imprint in your body and mindset so even if you received a bigger pay rise or whatever immediately and think about this for some of you that already have that level of scarcity you receive money the universe sends you something you get a pay rise and then straight away immediately you tip back into scarcity your work is not in creating more wealth. Your work is tapping into what's already here. Because we're such a linear future-focused society, we often go, 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 next, next, next thing, and we're missing what's already here. Now, one of the magical things when I've done this more, and I've really received what's here in my body aloud and be like, oh my gosh, this is extraordinary, what I have in my life already. And even if this was my lot in life, wow, what a life. It only invites in more wealth and abundance because like attracts like on the laws of manifestation and the laws of vibration in the universe. Like attracts like. If you're in a frequency of abundance, 
on the frequency scale. You bring in more of that. You think about someone who's in a good mood. You love hanging out with them. You're like, I love that person. I just want to be around that person all the time. You think of someone who complains all the time. Do you like hanging out with them? Do you find yourself complaining more around them? Yes, because like attracts like. We bring in and expand into what's already there. So if you want to create more wealth and abundance, figure out your yields and your shares and your property investments and your mortgage repayments and all of that stuff. But more importantly, sort out your energetic relationship to money and go and do the abundance flood every freaking day (laughs) until you feel the moment where you wake up for the day and you feel an awe of the life that you've created and present to what you're receiving in every moment. Because when that happens, wow, when that truly happens, your entire life will expand because you will truly get the joy from your money. You will have absolute presence with what's here. And like I said, more's coming. Because money, she wants to hang out with someone who's in an abundant state. She's like, yeah, let me at him. Love those people. Now, the third point around creating wealth, and this is all the base before we kick into some more strategic focused areas of how to actually invest and create those kind of things. And like I said, there's so much of that on YouTube and other podcasts. I don't want to actually focus too much on that because my contribution is the energetics, the relationship, the mindset, and how we connect to money and what we can do with it. Before we go into allowing more and creating more on the final point, I want to speak to money mindset specifically. You have a particular belief set around money. You believe it's good, it's bad, it's evil, rich people are assholes. There'll be particular beliefs, money doesn't grow on trees, all of it that you downloaded from when you were a baby. From when we are born, we are a blank iPhone downloading everything in our environment, all frequencies, all energies, all belief systems. And that's where we really get our relationship with money. It can be one thing your parents said. It could be one event at school. It could be one person in your class when you're at high school who was kind of rude and they had wealth, right? And in these moments, you've decided and made decisions around money and people with money that have limited you in some capacity. And some of those beliefs will be empowering, but if we're talking about the relationship of expanding your relationship to money, we want to peel back and find the layers where that's not empowering. And so for me, one of the most critical areas was I had worked in philanthropic and charitable sectors through my teenage years. I'd been to a community in Cambodia. I'd always run fundraisers for this community did an initiative with a friend called Cards for a Cause where we got Kiwi artists, New Zealand artists to donate their designs. We printed them on recycled stock. We sold them as Christmas cards to corporates, people, friends at markets and we donated those proceeds to the Auckland City Mission who look after homelessness community in Auckland and lots of other amazing things that they do. So my entire world had been giving contribution and service and you were not meant to make money from those things you were just meant to give and you would never be paid in proportion you would never be paid well that was my belief system now when I discovered coaching I realized oh my gosh (laughs) I am going to do something I love 
that makes a massive impact, serves the world, is contribution, and I can't get paid for that. And I sat with my coach, I remember exactly where I was sitting, and I told her this, and she said, well, of course you can, Bryony. Of course you can get paid for that, and you can get paid really well for that. My paradigm and mindset was, no, you couldn't. Those two things lived in completely different worlds for me. And if you are in a service-based sector or a sector where you're contributing, giving, charitable sectors, you will resonate with this because it's such a strong narrative that we should burn out, just give, 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 and not be paid accordingly. It's a belief system that perpetuates a lot of these systems and there's inequalities in the wider context that lead to that. But as long as I held on to that particular belief that had been instilled probably since I was about 14 years old, I was never going to be able to create the wealth I wanted and do what I love. So I went to work on what we call money mindset, which is what I'm alluding to here. And it's also what the self-paced 10-step program is all about, is really taking some time to bring an awareness to your money modeling and your money beliefs that you've downloaded. Now, you can't often just pick them up like that. It often takes reflection. It's also really powerful when you see other people sharing or hear other people sharing because often you're like, oh my gosh, that's one of mine too. So as you work through this, you then get an access to shift that. Now, for me, it was like, it felt really true. They often do. That's the whole point of these beliefs is they have made you successful to this point. They are your solid belief system that you've based your entire worldview on and collected evidence for. It's often hard to let go of them because you don't see another alternate reality yet. When you do money mindset work and at every single level of my financial journey, I still have to do money mindset work. It is not a one and done thing. I am constantly giving up belief systems that I originally had that got me to this point of success and discovering a new belief system that's going to take me to my next level. When I work with mentors and coaches and trainers, what I am doing from the people who are one step ahead of me is I'm borrowing their belief system in a sense. They've created this level of wealth or success or entrepreneurship or joy or spaciousness or whatever values it is from them I'm trying to embody. And I look at that and I go, okay, beautiful. What beliefs have made them successful? Now, this is called money modeling. This is from my neuro-linguistic programming training that I did years ago. I'm a master coach and practitioner in that, is this concept of modeling, money modeling or belief modeling, where you look at someone who's ahead of you and you go, okay, what are the values and the beliefs that have made them successful? And you can borrow that. So when I used to go to financial seminars and trainings, I was not listening for the strategy. Same as when I'm learning about cryptocurrency or everything I'm learning about now in the wealth and financial sector, I'm not listening for the particular little, what coin do I invest in or what's the best fund? I'm listening for their belief system that has made them successful. And then I grab it like a big coat from a secondhand store and I try it on that jacket. Maybe it's a bit big for me. It feels a bit stretchy. I'm like, gosh, I don't know if I can really sit in that, but I try it on. And I feel into that and think, okay, yeah, I can see possibly the world could look a little bit different with this belief because it's like a pair of sunglasses. It's a filter. These beliefs are a filter for how you see the world. So one that I borrowed from my coach at that point was that I could do something I love, make a difference in the world and be paid accordingly and be paid well. And another belief that stacked on top of that was 
that you'll be paid into direct proportion to the value that you bring to the world, that the law of income says you'll be paid in direct proportion to the value that you bring to the world. Now, that was my NLP trainer in Australia who said that on stage, and I was like, boom. And that made me successful in the first year of business. Then it created other challenges later, but it was a great start. I was like, yes, okay, amazing. That is a powerful belief. I can borrow that for now. Because if I focus on value and the value I'm bringing to the market and what I'm contributing, the money will be a byproduct. The money will flow. I don't even have to focus on the money. And in conjunction with the fact that I could do something I love and be paid, boom, we have a new belief system. I have a new belief system and a new money mindset that's going to serve me to get to my vision and where I want to go. And so for you, when you do this work in the money mindset program, you will be able to see an access to the beliefs that have been holding you back from your vision. And everyone's are different. Some people, they hate rich people. They think rich people are assholes. I also had that. But if you have that belief, really think about that. If you judge people that have money and you think they're all assholes and they're all rude, do you really think you're going to want to create wealth? Do you really think your subconscious is going to be drawn towards creating wealth? No, because you judge it. So if you genuinely want to create wealth in your life, then one of your accesses would be to give up that limiting belief, to let it go and just see and just discover, oh, I wonder if rich people, whatever rich even means, there's rich in many ways, but talking about money wealth here, could be kind, loving, contributing. Then grab a piece of paper and write down 12, five, even two would be enough for your brain. People who contribute in a meaningful, amazing way and are very wealthy and are kind and give your brain some new access, some new evidence to the fact that that could be possible. Boom, there you have it. You're starting to shift your money beliefs. And like I said, this is not a one and done. We have this at every single level of our expansion. And every level, self-worth comes up. Am I really worthy of creating wealth? Am I smart enough? I'm not good with money. Whatever beliefs you have. I had that I'm not good with money, like we talked about at the start, that I don't know anything about money, that I don't understand it, that I'm not smart enough for it, that I'm not a strategic businesswoman. I had all of those. But the more empowering belief for me was I can learn anything because I can. I can learn anything. I have an extreme amount of focus. I'm intelligent enough to learn a new concept. And yeah, sure, there's natural things I gravitate towards, but I can genuinely learn anything. Now, how that empowered me was because the area of finances and business had always been really challenging for me, making tax, accounting, making projections. And I'd never been a big maths person at school. So I had written off numbers as an area of life that I was never going to master. Now, that obviously limited me in business. It limited me in creating wealth. So when I decided, okay, I can learn anything. That simple statement for me from I'm not smart enough, I'm not a strategic businesswoman, I don't understand finances, I was never taught about all of those limiting beliefs to just, I can learn anything. I went on a rampage and I got every book and every podcast and I went to trainings with Tony Robbins on wealth mastery and money mindset trainings. And I read Robert Kiyosaki's and Jen Sincero's You're a Badass at Making Money. And I just went on a rampage because I was like, I can learn anything. And that gave me an access to where I am now. Is that, And I can keep learning. Now I'm learning whole new things about strategic tax things and financial planning and all sorts of other investments at a different level of my wealth creation. So 
The mindset work is critical. And at every level, there's a new devil or there's the same devil in a different disguise. It's never over. Once you do the money mindset program, you will get an access to how to work through those beliefs. You'll get opportunities and other beliefs you could leverage and model from, which is great. You'll get the reflection tools and the process. And again, you can just do that process again and again and again at every new level of your wealth creation. So show notes, has the link, get into it. Money mindset is a freaking must. It's everything behind the financial strategy. And the last point I want to speak to is that money needs a why. Most of us are not actually money motivated. There's not a part of us that is that intrinsically connected to money because money's just a neutral energy. She's not good, she's not bad, she's neutral. So you get to create your own meaning, your own relationship and your own connection with money. And most of us aren't money motivated. We're motivated by what money could make available, by what we could do with money. We could travel, we could retire our parents, we could get all those beautiful homes or things that we love We could have our kids go through different education systems or get different opportunities. We could stop working in the job we don't enjoy. We could launch the side hustle, whatever it is. Most of us are connected to something that money will make available. Now, if you don't have that financial vision, the money is sort of like, oh, I don't know if I want to come play with you. I don't really know where we're going. What's the plan? Why do you want me? And so a lot of people, when I talk to them about why do they really want money, often don't have a really clear why. In fact, a lot of people just don't want to be broke or just don't want to go back to corporate or just don't want to have to work in the soul-crushing job for the rest of their life, which is totally fair enough. But if you think about that, that is what we call away from motivated value. You're looking backwards and you're saying, I just don't want to have that again. Now, when we do that, what happens is we oscillate backwards. Stay with me here. We go back and forth towards that thing because we're away from motivated. So suddenly we're like, I just don't want to be broke. I just don't want to have to work in this job, whatever. You save a little bit of savings. You see a little bit of a possibility or you're not broke right now. And then boom, you oscillate straight back to it. You swing back to it. And that's where self-sabotage also comes from because we're going back and forth in that thing. And I had this when I had an eating disorder. I suddenly recovered. My whole vision for my health was just, I just don't want to be sick again. And I didn't have a real vision for where I wanted to go with my health. So it's often the same with money, is that most of us, a lot of us, don't have a clear financial vision. So often when you achieve, you're comfortable, life's pretty good, it's not bad, you're not broke, you're not whatever it is, we kind of stop there. And something I want to create quickly is that we all do need different amounts of wealth for the vision and the soul calling that we have. What you may want to create may be massive magnitude compared to me. Even between Delaney and I, we actually have different needs and financial vision. We have an aligned one together, and then we also have different things that we want to create. Now, his mine is off my wealth values around contribution and charitable sectors that I want to be able to give back to, and his is often around supporting entrepreneurs and startups that he believes in. So different finance, we have individual, and then we have our combined as well. So All of us have a different calling, a different financial vision, and your job is to get connected to that because money, she wants to come play with you, right? She wants to come hang out, but she doesn't know what you're going to create. And so moving the value system to what we call a towards motivated value, which is a vision 
calling you. The pain pushes until the vision pulls. So a financial vision that's really calling you. Again, in the Money Mindset program, you'll be prompted to do this, to visualize it, to really expand into it. There's a guide of visualization in it where you really start to create that entire vision. Now, all that does is create a massive amount of energy and force because most people, when they do that, they feel the gap and then they freak out and think, but I don't have that yet. Remember, step two of this podcast was constantly looking at how much you already have from the context of abundance and that you're already supported and even if you stayed on the trajectory right now you'd probably be okay then we create our financial vision it's not about I'm not there yet I'm not enough yet I'm never going to have enough until I get there we want the vision to be so grand or so aligned for you that it pulls you forward to create wealth in this moment because a lot of us have really linear thinking we're just thinking about today tomorrow next week and when you have that greater vision it's going to help you make better financial decisions today for that vision because you're going to be connected to something bigger and money's going to be like yo that is fun I'm coming over there I've done some really cool things with my wealth already I've sponsored people into personal growth got lots of our family into shares portfolios really getting those assets working for them I've sponsored lots of things and that's been really cool for me because that's my wealth values one of my biggest values is contribution so I've connected my financial vision none of us are really money motivated like we said it's connected to something and you do your wealth values and money mindset as well but as soon as you unlock those you're going to unlock an exciting expansive connection to money because most of us are operating if we think of levels of desire of wealth it's really minimal it's not bad but what we're trying to do here is create a more expansive and exciting relationship to money than just I want to have a nice house and a nice car and not have to go to work that's cool I'm not saying that's not but there are much more expansive and further levels of consciousness with money beyond that so the first level they say is like security and that's kind of what we're talking about I just don't want to be broke I just don't want to have to go to that job all the time then there's a level of wants the nice house the nice car the nice clothes cleaners masseuses whatever travel whatever again your values are and there's nothing wrong with those wants that's the human experience then there's certainty that you're going to have residual income and for us this is really important and why four years ago I decided to invest so much of my business profits which was a lesson that I probably shouldn't have put so much of them but I wanted to create certainty I'd had certainty through law all my life so I was like boom I'm going to create it in another way I'm going to build asset portfolios the bank didn't want to touch me with a 10-foot pole it couldn't get into property couldn't get a mortgage so I had to find other ways to create wealth and so that next level is certainty that your money's going to be working for you that you can look ahead and stop and so as Dee and I think about our next chapter and children and these conversations we are clear that we have assets that are going to be working for us so that's the next level it creates some level of certainty to your financial future disconnected from the salary that you have to get every year and then there's another layer which is what I was tapping into, which is something greater for the greater good and something a little bit more expansive that connects other people that you care about in your life, that connects, if you think more on a global level, what causes you're going to give to, what parts of the world do you want to transform using your wealth? So as you design your vision, you can go all the way up those layers, that certainty, the desires, the assets you want to create, the wealth you want to create, and then the contribution you want to make with your money and we've got a more feminine energy of money emerging and 
it's about something greater. It's about giving back. It's about contributing to society. We have been flying around with one wing on the masculine paradigm of money, that it's just about making more and accumulating more and having more and dying with more. And sure, some of that is great, but that is one paradigm of money. Money is circular in a sense. It is actually designed to be circulated for the world that you want to see. Now, that is a feminine paradigm. One of the coolest things as you accumulate or create wealth is the investments you can make. For me, it's been hiring a team. It's been investing in sustainable clothing that is ridiculously expensive, and I love it because I'm like, this is the world I want to see. I get to vote with my money for the world that I want to see. Now, that's a more feminine paradigm. And money is like, holla, this is exciting. I'm coming over there. So an exercise I get all our clients to do, and you can do it as well, is write down all those things that you want to create. Write down the desires, the income you want every year. Think about the type of lifestyle you want, the type of things you want if you want, like we said, cleaners, masseuses, travel, write it all down, that dream life over the course, think about a year because it's a lot easier for our brain to, this exercise is great to really quantify money because so many of us think about that dream life and think I'm never going to get there. Now it's often actually closer than you think and I keep realizing this every time I do work with financial advisors and coaches is like oh shit that's actually a lot closer than I thought and I just need to make the plan to get there. So think about your dream life for a year. Again this is a money mindset if you want to go grab that now you'll get the whole exercise and the excel spreadsheet example and everything but think about the life you want to create the type of place you want to live the rent cleaner massages travel how much you want to donate to charity do it on like a monthly basis and then calculate that annually and that's going to give you what we call a dream life number That is so great for your brain because so many of us are like, oh my gosh, all these things, but I'll never get there. Now, often you look at that number and it's, I don't know, everyone's different. I remember the first time I did it, or Dee and I did it, our coaches were like, oh my gosh, you guys just don't even, you're not even dreaming. They're like, we spend that in like a month. But do this because it gives you a number to truly quantify that that is the income you want to be able to generate every year to live the life you want to create. Then you start to look at, and we'll do this in other episodes, the assets to do that. You start to really look at like what assets is it actually going to take to create that kind of life. But this exercise is so powerful because you get this dream life number and that is the real number to the life that you want to create. Most of us think it's not possible or we make up numbers. Most people say a million or 10 million, which has zero logic to it. And for a lot of people feels really far away. So when you get this dream life number, that's the number. And then you can start to look at what assets do I need to create, what passive income, what other forms of income, et cetera, do I need to be able to build that life and really live that life. So that last step for us is around creating a vision that is going to pull us forward and that we have linear, quantifiable numbers to and energetic connection to with our values, not what Rachel next door wants or what that person there wants or what your parents have. What is the vision that you really want to create with wealth? And once you're connected to that, A, you're going to be freaking motivated because you've tapped into all your human needs, your value systems, which are your internal motivators and drivers. If you've found yourself constantly self-sabotaging or getting rid of money or spending it all, it's because you don't have that greater vision. D and I are so committed. We invest 
we are very aggressive investors, but we invest 70 or 80% of our income and profits back into our financial vision because it's so crystal clear for us and we're constantly doing that process and we're connected to it. So if you feel like you've lost that drive and motivation and you're like, but I'm not motivated by it, but I want it, but I don't know why, and that's what you get to do. You get to go sit down, you get to write out your dream life expenses, calculate that annual number, figure out what were the values that were coming through. Was it freedom? Was it contribution? Was it growth? Was it connection? Like what were the values that were coming through in that vision? And then money is coming to you and you can sit in full experience now after these four pillars and really start to deserve, allow, receive, create all that you're worthy of in such a more expansive context than just starting investing or whatever it is that people are kicking off their financial journey with. I wanted to contribute this to create more depth and relationship and energetics to the conversation of money. Once you're in that place, the intellectual financial crunching stuff becomes a lot easier well that was fun and challenging because as I sat here thinking about oh my gosh where do you even start with this huge area of life those were the four things that came through so I'm a very intuitive person yes I'm strategic logical left brain lawyer but I am also extremely intuitive and that's what came through What I'd love to hear from you is what resonated. You know, we love insights, we love action here at Untapped. So share this on Instagram, share this podcast on Instagram, tag us and tell us what landed for you in this episode. What did you get? What was a download? What was a golden little nugget that you're like, oh, that for me is what I get to do. And of course, if there's an action you get to do, declare that too for some accountability. If you haven't already, go to the show notes, register for the Money Mindset Program. It's $379 New Zealand dollars right now and it is freaking amazing. It's got all the pragmatic exercises. We go so much more depth into these concepts and you will absolutely love it. It's the beautiful foundation for your money mindset and relationship to money and everything can truly expand from there. So thank you so much for tuning in. Leave us a review, tag us on the gram, share it with a friend, you know the drill, and let's create some seriously conscious wealth because it's time, it's here, it's happening, and the question is how we want to go about the shift in our life.